Hey, whatever. You are now tuned in to the Growing Gardenias podcast, a podcast created to bring you insight on mental wellness and self-help. Always remember you are still growing and still learning daily and you are lovely. Subscribe for weekly gems. Gardenia blessings to each of you. I'm your host, Nyara Jasmine, and this is episode 49, Inner Child Healing. Hi, my gems. Welcome back to another episode of the Growing Gardenias podcast. Today we're going to be talking about inner child healing, why it's important, how we do it, etc. So first things first, what is inner child healing? This healing focuses on the unmet needs of your child, like your inner child, and how identifying those needs can better help you understand your experiences and your actions in your adult life. It also helps to heal and reconnect with our most authentic selves, and it teaches us healthy ways to reparent our wounded child. So just a disclaimer, you should really be doing this with a licensed therapist. I, Niara Jasmine, am not a licensed clinician yet, and Growing Gardenias is also not intended to replace therapy. It's intended to simply inform and shed light on a phenomenon that many of us are experiencing, but it's not intended to replace an actual licensed professional. So with that being said, how do you know you have an inner child wound? So some traits are you have a fear of abandonment, you have a fear of not being loved, or you have a deep-rooted belief that you are broken or you are damaged. You have low self-esteem, you're constantly seeking approval or validation from others. You're scared to say no, you're scared to set boundaries, you're unable to set boundaries. You're a people pleaser, you over-apologize even if you're not at fault. You're impulsive, you have heightened levels of anger, or you have unhealthy emotional responses, or you tend to overreact a lot. You could also tend to minimize your own feelings. You could not honor your needs. You might cling to toxic people or situations out of fear of letting go or fear that it won't get any better than this or fear that you might not get better because you don't deserve better. An inner child wound can also look like being ashamed for expressing your emotions like anger or sadness. It could also look like distrust, distrust in everyone, even if they haven't done anything to you, distrust in yourself. You don't trust yourself, you don't trust the decisions that you make, so you seek validation outside of yourself all the time. An inner child wound can also look like never feeling safe, never feeling safe within yourself, never feeling safe in your relationships, whether those are romantic or platonic, just constantly feeling unsafe, constantly being anxious that someone is going to do something to hurt you or someone is going to abandon you or someone is going to give up on you. It could look like that as well. Someone with a wounded inner child can be a perfectionist like overly. Like you can't function unless things are absolutely perfect. You might feel guilty if you stand up for yourself. You might just feel inadequate overall. You might feel anxiety whenever you want to try something new or just for anything. You might be overly critical of yourself and feel that nothing you do is good enough. You might have trouble starting or finishing things. You might struggle forming intimate relationships and bonds with people. So as you can hear, there's a lot. And I feel like you don't really realize that these things are there until you're an adult and they start to kind of appear in your life in different aspects, different relationships, different situations. And then you realize like, oh shit, I kind of have a lot of like work to do. I have a lot of healing to do. 
So some reasons for inner child wounds, maybe you were abandoned as a child, maybe your emotional needs were not met, maybe you were made to feel like your emotions didn't matter, maybe you were abused as a child, maybe you weren't taught that you're worthy and that you matter, maybe you were taught to silence your opinions because maybe you had an opinion as a child and you were like severely punished for it. Um, You could have been punished if you were trying to speak up. Um, You were discouraged from doing things that made you happy. You weren't allowed to do certain things. You weren't allowed to show certain emotions. You might have been shamed by your parents or your family members. You might have been criticized or, like I said, abused. You might have been made to feel responsible for your parents' needs and their feelings. And as a child, that's not your job. You know, maybe you weren't given physical affection. I know some people who said that their parents have never hugged them, have never said I love you. And if that's how you grew up, how do you think you're going to be as an adult? You're not going to know how to properly give or receive affection. You could have also been taught to hide or repress your emotions. And because of all of these things, you could have also developed a low self-esteem. So like for me, and I always say most of the stuff that I talk about, I can relate to. Lately, as I've been on my healing journey, I've really been in my bag and I've really been questioning like my actions and my feelings and my emotions as an adult and how it's connected to my own inner child wounds. Another disclaimer for the people who did not hear me, I have a therapist and I am processing this with a licensed professional and you should too. Of course, I'll share my own thoughts and my experiences like I always do, but this episode isn't intended for you to try and work on your inner child healing and your your inner child wounds alone, but rather to just bring awareness to the idea that this is real for a lot of us. It's real for me. It might be real for you listening to this. And if you are ready to start your own inner child healing journey, if you haven't already, please, please, please do so with a licensed professional, okay? So anyway, I'm recognizing how much healing I have to do. And y'all already know I've disclosed like my sexual abuse as a child really created a lot of feelings of unworthiness and made me feel like I was damaged or that I wasn't good enough for unconditional love. And I honestly thought I had healed and like kind of moved on. But I'm realizing a lot of my feelings and emotions are still tied to that scared little girl that I was like she's still in me. And I see my fears of abandonment and I see my feelings of unworthiness manifest with the type of relationships that I have allowed or I've ran from when they were like healthy. My situation wasn't my fault and your situation isn't your fault. But as an adult, the healing part is my responsibility and it's your responsibility as well. Let's talk about it though. It's hard. It's like really hard, like extremely. I literally told my therapist today, I was like, oh my God, I'm so tired of healing. Like it's so exhausting. It's so exhausting because you just realize like once you start, you realize everything is connected to something. And it's like, damn, can I get a break? If you think about it, it's really easy to stay in the victim mindset. That's the easy part. That's easy. Like it's easy being a hurt, wounded soul and being attracted to chaos. That's the easy part because that's what we know already. That part does not come hard. The hard part, which is what I'm in now and which is what a lot of us are in now, is a healing journey is when you're no longer willing to accept that wounded version of yourself. So it's just like, how? Like, how do you undo 20 plus years or 30 plus years of this, you know? And it reminds me of my, um, the hard part of self-love episode is like, we can say all day, I love myself, choose myself, I'm worthy. But like, have you actually ever tried to like embody that? Like you can say it. Yeah. But have you actually tried to embody it? Have you tried to believe it? It is so hard to believe. 
It's so hard, especially when you've been used to the opposite for so long. Now, don't get me wrong. I love my affirmations. I literally say affirmations every day because that's part of my self-work. But if we're being real, it's like really hard to believe sometimes. But personally, I decided the feeling of worthlessness and feeling like I was damaged, that does not feel good. So I'd rather deal with the hard stuff now. Like I'd rather suffer through trying to rewire my brain than just accept that I'm unlovable and I'm not worthy and I'm broken and I'm damaged. Like, no, why the hell would I accept that? Why? Why? And why would you accept that? Like, I'm just not going to. And so my task for myself as an adult is to give that wounded little girl the love that she needed and let her hear the words that she needed to hear then. And it's like, only you can do that for yourself. Like, I can't tap into your inner child. That's that's between you and your inner child, your adult self and your inner child. That's all you. So you have to just decide, okay, I don't want to feel this way anymore. I don't want the stuff that happened in my childhood or if something happened to you, you know, during your younger years, whatever. I don't want that to control my life. I don't want this to be who I am. I don't want to be miserable. I don't want to feel unlovable. I don't want to feel like I'm not worthy because I am worthy. I am lovable, you know, but you have to make that decision. No one can do it for you. So how do we do that? And again, please, please listen to me when I say, please process this in depth with a professional. But you can start thinking about how your inner child wounds are showing up in your adult life and how you can begin to help yourself. So first things first, listen to your inner child. What are they saying to you? What are your triggers? What needs aren't being met? Why are you hurt? Why do you feel rejected? Why do you feel abandoned? I realize I hear my inner child and the wounds I feel like appear the most when something is going on in my present life and I'm having an emotional reaction to it. And not a healthy reaction. I'm talking about an emotional reaction that's kind of out of pocket. Like, sis, are you okay? Are you well? Like, what is going on? And that's when I know I have to go inside of myself. And I'm like, okay, what's really the issue here? Like, why are you really this angry about something so small? And it's usually something that's not even related to what I'm mad about. Or it's not even really anger. It's like hurt. It's sadness. It's something else that's being hidden. And that's exactly why you have to identify what your inner child wounds are. Because nine times out of 10, the way that you react and the way that you navigate your adult life, a lot of it is based on that inner child and the needs that were or were not met. And you have to face that. So another thing that we can do is, I actually saw this online, you can write a letter to your inner child. I've actually never tried to write a letter to my inner child. To be honest, I'm low-key afraid. Like, I don't think emotionally I can handle that right now. <laughs> like, I think it would just be really, really, really emotional for me. But, you know, if you are equipped to do this, do it and make sure you have people to support you. Like a therapist. Another thing we can do is practice setting boundaries and honoring or putting our needs first. And I'm not going to lie, it's not easy, but you have to make the decision that I am putting myself first. I deserve this and that's it. What we can also do and what I've been saying for this whole episode since the beginning, get a therapist, please get a therapist, like process this in detail with a professional. You can check therapy for black girls. You can check psychology today. You can Google what type of therapist you want. They have online therapy. They have text therapy. They literally have everything. They literally have everything. So find out your insurance. And if you don't have insurance, then I don't know, just 
find one anyway because it's worth the investment. It is worth the investment. But find someone, a professional, whether that be a social worker, whether that be a licensed mental health counselor, whether that be a psychiatrist, whether that be a psychologist, but find a professional to process these things with. Lastly, very important, at least this is what has been most important to me in my healing journey, is saying nurturing things to your inner child. Now, some things you can say to your inner child and, you know, repeat these as often as you need to. You can also change them to fit your own needs. But I'm going to give you a list of like an example of what I tell my inner child and what I'm saying to my inner child currently. And with these things, hear them, repeat them to yourself, repeat them to your inner child, repeat them out loud. Just keep saying it. So things I would say to my inner child, you are worth fighting for. You are worth protecting. You are worthy of the love you willingly give others. Your life is valuable. I believe you. Your abuse was not your fault. Your feelings are valid and they matter. You are loved. You are valued. You are important. And I just repeat these things to myself. So like, for example, if I say you are worth fighting for, I'll say, Niara, you are worth fighting for. You were worth fighting for then too. And I'm sorry it didn't happen to you. Another thing you can say is I'm sorry. I'm sorry that this that this happened to you. I'm sorry that this went this way. And I would hear like I am or I would say to myself, I am worth fighting for. You know, this went this way, but it's OK. I'm strong. I'm okay. I'm safe. Oh, that's another one. I'm safe. You are safe now. You're safe now. You're not that little scared, wounded girl anymore. You're safe now, you know? So those are just some things and you can just tailor it to like what suits your situations or what feels more natural for you or what feels better for you. And lastly, 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 just remember that this journey is not easy. The fact that you're even on a healing journey, the fact that you're even listening to this, besides just supporting the podcast, which I appreciate all of y'all, but you know, the fact that you're even on this journey and you want to hear these things, you're doing so great. Like facing yourself is really not easy, is not. And addressing your traumas, that shit is hard. It's so hard. It's so exhausting. It literally is so exhausting, but you are doing amazing, literally. And I'm not just saying that. I'm really not. Like, you literally are doing amazing because if we really talk about it, like I said, it is so hard. Imagine having to face 20-something, 30-something, 40-something years of trauma and feelings of unworthiness and feeling like you're broken and you're doing that. Now, while you have other life things going on, come on, that's strength, that's courage, that's love for yourself right there. You're doing great. So please, please, please be gentle with yourself. So that's all I have for y'all tonight. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Gardenia blessings to each of you. Thank you.